Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the Battle Pass, as I'm calling it, that was announced for Destiny 2. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now, so click the link below, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. If you want to be part of the conversation or the Q&A, come on in. If I'm not live, click follow. If you're watching on YouTube, hit and like and subscribe is a free way to help me out as well. So I want to get my, my thoughts on this. They're calling it a season pass. I'm just calling it Battle Pass because I'm talking specifically about this track this picture that you can see on the screen if you're listening to the audio version this is the picture that was shown in the blog post from Luke Smith and he would call it the season pass where there's two tracks there's a free pass and there's the premium pass the reason I'm calling it battle pass is because it just conveys what we're accustomed to this is like the thing in Fortnite where there's a top part that's free and a bottom part that you have to pay money to get access to so I want to talk about this the community in large measure seems very very excited about this because it's extra it doesn't cost anything extra it's just included in Shadowkeep it's just included in the winter season if you buy it for $10 season of dawn when you know it's just included this doesn't cost extra this isn't five more dollars or ten more dollars on top of things you were already planning on buying. If you were planning on buying Shadowkeep or the winter season, which is called Season of Dawn or the spring season or the summer season, this is just included. This is not in addition to anything that they've already announced. This is included. So when you got, when you get Shadowkeep, you get this Season of the Undying Battle Pass. It is simply included. If you spend no money, you also get this. You just get the top track instead of the bottom track, okay? So... Unfortunately, there are people taking to the internet, Reddit, and forums, and they're probably already commenting on this YouTube video. They didn't make it this far. If you made it this far, you're a little bit smarter than them. They're already in my comments calling me a bungee apologist. They're already down there typing up some spit-riddled comment about how this is pay-to-win. We're going to talk about how it's not pay-to-win. That's where we're going to start. Second, we're going to talk about how there's already things in here that I can see are proactive bungee. This is a proactive version of bungee. It's good to see these things inside of here. And lastly, we're going to talk about quote-unquote freeloaders. Yep, we're going to talk about freeloaders because I'm uh, I'm definitely going to take some of these people to task who want to spend zero dollars five years into the franchise's life and get tons of stuff. So buckle up, Cupcake, if you're one of those people. We're going to start out with not pay to win. Okay, first and foremost, it has to be stated in just very, very certain terms. Okay, this is not pay to win. If you buy Shadow Keep, you get this. You get everything included in this. If you're a new light player and you don't buy Shadow Keep, you get the top track. And I know a lot of people are going to say, but there's an exotic weapon that you get earlier if you own Shadow Keep. Okay, first of all, that's always how it's been. Since the dawn of DLC in Destiny 2 with Dark Below, House of Wolves, and Taken King, new gear is in the monetized content. That's not pay to win. So it wasn't pay to win when they did it in D1, and it's not pay to win now. In fact, if anything, they're actually giving more to players who spend no money. They didn't do this before. There's a gun on the top track. You can see it in this screenshot. You get a gun at level 30. You get the exotic. You get things for free you get guns and gear for free they didn't do this in d1 if you wanted the new guns you had to spend money people don't understand what pay to win is they think it's a really really cliche clickish sort of like dirty word on the internet and when they don't like something or they're addicted to outrage they throw around pay to win because they think it makes them sound sort of like smart and critical it just makes you sound stupid because this isn't pay to win there's nothing in here that could be described as pay to win don't run to the comments and say but you get more resources lono if you're a, a, a pass holder and you get those currencies to level up and infuse yes exactly that's how it should work I'm buying the DLC I should get more than you if you're spending zero dollars that's the way the world works
okay also consider this is extra they're just giving you this okay you literally get this if you buy shadow keep they're just throwing it in if you were planning on buying the winter season pass which is called season of dawn this is just extra and included and if for whatever reason you're skipping a season or can't afford a season they're just giving you stuff they're giving you free stuff there's a laundry list in luke smith's article about everything you get if you spend no money armor sets crucible maps strikes you can go to the moon you can do all these things if you spend zero dollars so the idea that people are criticizing this and making it seem scummy or like a cash grab first of all you didn't even understand what he talked about because this doesn't cost anything extra and second this is literally the way games work now if you want to increase your content and your experience you have to pay money i don't know if you realize that or not but like if you want to have food or you want to buy a season of stranger things from target or you want to watch hbo seasons you have to pay money that's what digital entertainment is it's a value in your life that costs money i'm I'm sorry that you think everything should be free but maybe one day when you have a job and responsibilities you won't think this way uh and if you do have a job and responsibilities you think everything should be free then I'm, i'm confused who you are and where you came from the premium track is included with shadow keep you don't have to spend anything extra okay and any season after that you just get it included so it's not pay to win it hurts my brain that i had to just spend the last five minutes explaining how this isn't pay to win it's not a transaction of money that gives you a really strong weapon in the crucible this is no different than people who could get a kindled orchid in the armory forges if they owned the annual pass and you couldn't get the kindled orchid if you didn't own the annual pass so shut the frick up buy the content or get the frick out that simple second this is proactive bungee okay i already made a video about how i was concerned about the infusion costs for new players a brand new player comes into the game new light they start getting some legendaries they're leveling up and they want to infuse some stuff and it's going to be very very challenging we looked at the cost of infusion in that video 10 legendary shards glimmer enhancement cores all these things okay they're already meeting that pain point i know people get tired of me saying that i'm right but luke smith basically confirmed everything i said in that video as they're already trying to mitigate that pain point with what he described as upgrade modules Whenever you are a free player, this is not this is not only for paying customers. You get upgrade modules which are infusion free infusions, okay? I think it's the gold boxes on that top track. No, those are not enhancement prisms. We rewatch the stream. Enhancement prisms are like little yellow dime like crystals inside of like a purple box. That cube thing with the orange things on it is for sale in the gunsmith's inventory in that stream as a material exchange. I happen to think those are upgrade modules and it's a way for you to infuse your weapons for free if you have a bunch of materials or currency that maybe you don't need you can go exchange it and if you're leveling up as a brand new player and a free player they're going to be giving you these upgrade modules periodically it looks like every five levels they're at least dropping here every five levels an upgrade module that's two free infusions if I'm right okay if I'm right okay so that is why I think this is really proactive Bungie. Reactive Bungie would have, I mean, honestly, been what's wait a month. People would have started, you know, 
getting upset about they couldn't infuse and then they would have like oh let's lower the cost of infusion let's lower the cost of infusion because now people are upset this is proactive Bungie this is encouraging to me because we've been watching Bungie for the last five years be more reactionary and be more reactive and that's one of the causes of frustrations that we've been dealing with so I am very excited to see some proactive Bungie just contained within this I mean we, we talked about doing a battle pass in the Eververse this is even better because this is extra stuff it's passively a you know attained just by playing the game with xp you're just getting stuff this is perfect for casuals and hardcores alike just extra value in the game and it doesn't cost you anything extra it's brilliant i I was thinking they could charge for something like this and throw it in the eververse and they went they went one further and they said no it's free it's just included in the dlc you don't have to spend anything extra on top there's no premium fee at all okay this is a great pairing with the artifact as well for less hardcore or more casual players this is a fantastic pairing you just play throughout the season play whatever the frick you want you're leveling this up and getting stuff you're leveling up the artifact and you're getting free bonus x uh, free bonus power without needing to go into pinnacle activities now this is where people are kind of getting a little bit like oh no lono this is scummy this is scummy luke smith did say that it'll be pretty easy to get 100 100 hours of 100 levels out of this laid back strike gameplay at 18 minutes of strike with stacked bounties he said you would get one level so that's 100 hours he said that would take an hour right 100 hours to fill this i mean if you're playing throughout the entire season you can't do 100 hours of laid back gameplay with some bounties it's going to be really hard for me to see like why you would be so passionate about getting everything if you're barely playing the game if you're not even if you're not even hitting 100 hours after a season's over that you're barely playing i wouldn't think somebody's playing that that small amount right as well as being super passionate. But if you are, if something happens, if, if you have surgery or you have a baby or something and you can't play and you have to take a break from the game, they did say near the end of a season you'd be able to spend money to complete the book. Now, the reason they're making you wait is they don't want Johnny credit card swiping mom's credit card on day one and filling this book out. They don't want it to be like that. They want this to be something that you earn and work on, but as an emergency sort of backstop, you get to the very, very end of the season. Luke Smith didn't even say what the price would be. People getting upset about that don't even understand the spirit of what that's for it's not for people to just buy loot if you get to the end of the season and you just couldn't manage to get it done because you ran out of time you're going to spend money and no he did indicate they're not going to squeeze you by making this thing take forever so that you feel like you need to spend money at the end of a season that's why he said laid back strike gameplay is one level an hour there's no there's literally no way you're going to struggle to hit 100 levels i just really really don't think so okay so Let's move on to the last part, freeloaders. This is where I'm going to be a little bit harsh, okay? I'm going to be a little bit harsh. I empathize and understand sometimes people cannot buy content. I get that. I understand. Sometimes you, you fall on hard times and you can't buy Shadowkeeper. You can't buy a season pass, okay? Your hard times, it sucks. I hate that you can't play your hobby. I hate that you can't spend the money and get the thing that you love. Maybe it's the only thing that you can like use as escapism from your crummy job and barely being able to play your bills. I understand that that sucks, there's free stuff for you, but your life situation doesn't dictate what Bungie should do with their content. They're still a business. They still got to sell stuff if they want their company to stay open and the lights to stay on and for them to be able to crank out content for us, okay? The idea that tons of folks are going to be playing Destiny five years into its franchise life and not spending any money, I think is pretty unlikely. I think the people not spending money in this game beyond like a month, because there will be a lot of people with new light, 
I think those people are in the minority. I think the hardcore players or even the committed players, let's just say committed because you may be committed but not hardcore. You just love to play Destiny. The committed players have no problem spending money to continue playing Destiny and having content put into their lap. And this is just one more way to add value to that content that they're spending money on. This is, again, does not cost any extra money. Even if you're still playing and you can't be bothered to spend money, again, that's on you. That's your choice to not buy it or that's your life situation. It's nobody's fault. It's not Bungie's fault. They don't have to constantly provide you with free stuff, and they are providing you with a ton of free stuff. We read through the list today on stream. Strikes and Crucible maps, and you can go to the moon. All this stuff just for free, and loot, and exotic armor. Stuff to earn through this battle pass that we're looking at right now. Okay? This is the way the Destiny works. If you want to increase your gameplay, if you want to increase your content, if you want your experience to expand, you have to spend money. You cannot be a freeloader and expect them just to dump stuff in your lap. There is a free entry point to get into this game. They're giving you tons of content at an insanely reasonable price. And even if you don't spend money, there's constantly stuff every season for you to earn through this undying season of the undying battle pass sort of track at the top. Experience and your content and your context expands. You have to spend money money okay so as with all of my content the q a is going to follow us if you're listening to this on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can always catch me live at twitch.tv slash standard rage as with all my content please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the question and answer session that followed my talk about the Battle Pass, as I'm calling it, or the Season Pass that was announced by Luke Smith. I gave my thoughts on it, and if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now. There's a link below to twitch.tv slash rage. Come and hang out and submit questions during the live show. I appreciate that. You can always hit like and subscribe, share this, or follow this wherever you engage with the content. Thank you for doing that. So... We are going to just jump into the questions. It's going to get a little fiery, I'm sure. People are being kind of like, yeah, nitpicky, this is pay to win, blah, blah, blah. So we're going to make sure and uh, and jump into the questions and try to go through these as fast as possible. I get really long-winded on this because I get pretty fired up. I think people are being pretty willfully negative about it. So I'll try to move through the questions efficiently. So first question comes from Peewee. Do you think the battle pass will require more XP per rank the higher that you rank or climb, or do you think each rank will require the same amount where you can run an activity and consistently rank up? Um, Luke Smith definitely didn't say this explicitly, but he implicitly said that it's the same XP the whole time, okay? So whenever you're, you know, he says you can run a strike, 18 minutes a strike and stack some bounties, that's going to get you one level per hour. I don't think he would say that if it got slower the more you went. That would be kind of odd, right? Um, Again, I also don't think he would be able to say that in eight hours you can average about 10 levels. You know, 10 levels per eight hours. Well, he can't say that if it gets slower the more you go. So I think he has implicitly stated that it's the same for every level. You got to do 100 levels. Um, He didn't come out and explicitly say that. But again, I, I can't imagine him saying, yeah, you can get 10 levels every eight hours. But that's only what true for what the first 50 levels or something. That'd be really odd. And it would honestly be misleading. It'd be like, well... So I can get 10 levels per 8 hours in the beginning, but not at the end. You know what I'm saying? Like, that wouldn't be, that would not be a good good way to position it. So, Jay Hunt, 
Why are people jumping on the idea of a battle pass being pay to win, even though it only really serves to give these items to free to play players who wouldn't have been able to get them beforehand? I just, I think the best point I made was near the end of the interlude. Every time we have a talk, there's like an interlude between the talk and the Q&A. Maybe we should start chopping out the interludes and just putting those on YouTube as like an extra video. Uh, Because they're sometimes pretty good. And the point that I made that I really said was I felt like the knockout punch was they don't have to give you anything, okay? Like, that's just the way that it's typically been up to now. They didn't give anybody stuff from Dark Below or House of Wolves or or, or Taken King or Rise of Iron. They didn't give you anything. Why? Because that's the way DLC works. The fact that someone can look at this and say, oh, Bungie's going around the DLC and giving content and loot and gear to people who spend nothing, and you can look at it with a straight face and get angry or say it's pay to win or it's not fair. It's just absurd to me. They have every right to say every year, every, I'm sorry, every season, okay, every season, we're going to basically have a season pass that gets you stuff as you play. It's going to pair really well with the artifact. And they would have been completely in their right to say, this is part of the content and the season. If you pay the money, you get it. If you don't spend money, you get nothing. You get nothing. Like, right? Like, they have a right to do that. They're going above and beyond what most companies do with their DLC. And they're saying, look, we're... We're always going to give a little something to the free-to-play players. If you don't, if you can't buy a season pass, or you're going to kind of sit this one out, you've still got something going on. You've got an artifact every season for free that levels up and gives you a power climb with new perks and things, and then you've got a, a free track on our season pass battle pass. You get you get that for literally zero dollars. And they would have been completely in their right to be like, people are taking issue with the exotic. Oh, you get the exotic right away. If you don't, if you pay, you get the exotic right away. Yeah, and they would have been completely in their right to say, if you don't buy Shadowkeep, you don't get the exotic at all. Like with the Jotun, or the 1K Voices, or the Taraba, or the Anarchy, or any other exotic that was within content that you couldn't get. Like, it, they had every right to say that, but they're going above and beyond, and they're saying, oh, if you're a free-to-play player, you can get this gun. Just play, and you'll get it. I just... Everybody looks through the telescope through the wrong end. You, you're all zoomed in on one thing, not realizing they didn't have to give that exotic to anybody. Now, I know there's another opinion on the exotic that I want to be charitable to because I, I agree with it to a certain degree. Dado doesn't like the fact that you're just getting an exotic right away and you're not having to do anything to earn it. He doesn't like that. He's been consistently a critic of that for a long time. I tend to agree with him. Just handing people exotics does feel kind of silly, whether it's it, there should be at least be some type of question or I honestly think exotics in general should have pursuits attached to them like I should be able to go into a specific area and say I want to try and get shards of Galanor to drop because I want to get a better roll something like that like pursuing exotics is really strange in the game and so I understand and have way more respect for his position than the position that like it's not fair or it's pay to win Dado's just simply saying exotics should not be undervalued and just handed to people for buying content. And again, I tend to agree with him. Somebody in chat said he didn't even like it when they gave people like the Sunshot and the Graviton Lands. And again, I tend to agree with his sentimentality, but the reason I don't care is, is very simple. 
There is no standard like that in Destiny right now. Exotics are all across the map. Thunderlord was a joke to get. Arbalest was a quest, and then you could buy it from Xur. You know, then you got the Jotun that was super elusive for a lot of people who still don't have it. Though you know, 1K Voices was super elusive, uh, and then you had quests for things like Thorn and and the Last Word. The delivery of exotics is all over the place. So because there's no standard on exotics, I'm not going to try to apply a standard to this exotic that's attached to Season of the Undying. I'm just not. I agree with the sentimentality. Exotics should be treated with more respect and shouldn't be just handed out. They shouldn't be undervalued because I tend to agree with them. It's either going to be junk or really strong. And in either case, it seems weird to have a junk exotic or a really good exotic that nobody had to do anything to get. But since a lot of the times, like you don't really earn the exotic, it's RNG or it's really easy to get like Thunderlord. I'm not going to apply that standard. But I do say I have more respect for that position because I think it's at least an intelligent position. Saying this is pay to win or not fair is completely ludicrous because they could have legitimately said we've done content numerous times where if you didn't own it, you couldn't get the exotic. This exotic's no different. It's just like the Jotun. It's in the game if you pay and if you're not paying, you don't get it. And they're 100% in their right to freaking do that. It's, 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 it's what video gets how video games work. Uh, Crocky Balboa, love the name. Thank you for the prime sub. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. Enjoy ad-free viewing on the channel when you sub here. Thanks for using your prime sub on me. Crocky Balboa, what a name. Subaru with the next question. What if when they remove the said Vex event, the, uh, the Vex Offensive is the name of it, and next season has basically the same event, but instead it's of a different race and environment, we wouldn't need two of the same event in the content is technically different because of the season and it takes place and it's made better uh, because they learned from the last event isn't that enough to justify keeping the game smaller um okay so there's a couple perspectives on the content being removed that i want to make sure i'm 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 charitable to because i think i don't agree with people that that are upset about it or don't agree with it we're probably going to have a pretty good disagreement or pretty good discussion on the rageous roundtable because paul tassie's being quoted at saying it's like weaponized fomo fomo meaning feeling of missing out like taking content out and then if you want the new content you got to buy the ten dollars he feels like it's weaponized fomo i think that's a little hyperbolic i don't necessarily think that that's true but that's his opinion okay and i can respect that because it's like i like that content more than the new content i mean luke smith even went so far in his blog post to say if we would have done this in the last annual pass ada would have packed up shop and left and the forges would have closed and you would have went and dealt with the drifter now if that would have happened i think we all would have been pretty freaking mad we've been pretty angry about the fact that i i like the forges and uh i really don't like reckoning right and so i think that's a valid concern but oh i'm sorry it's fear of missing out not the feeling of missing out yeah fomo is fear of missing out not feeling i always get it wrong but it's the same idea you feel like you're missing out so you buy it's it's it it, it expresses the same principle um so I happen to think this puts more pressure on Bungie to make sure whatever they're giving you and then taking away. So Vex Offensive. I think the Vex Offensive activity is going to fall into a pretty predictable lane of people will like this. And when we take it away and give them another event that's similar, they'll like that too. I don't think they're going to go hardcore. Here's an elaborate 
big long six man activity with the chalice and blah 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 here is something that is equal to the menagerie oh and we're taking it away it's gonna be low key stuff I, I really do it's gonna be like the verdant forest coming and going away or the haunted forest coming and going away it's content that they know will enjoy to a certain degree we're not gonna fall in love with it but like we're gonna enjoy it and then they're gonna take it away and then bring something back I don't think they're gonna be like here's the forges and then here is reckoning two completely different encounters very very challenging not not challenging but like very different in the way that they try to challenge a player and different in the way that they deliver the loot like I don't think they're gonna do that they're gonna keep this content in a lane like okay if we're gonna add it and remove it and replace it with something it's got to kind of fit in this lane so that we kind of know people aren't going to feel like, well, the last one was better. This one sucks. People are probably still going to say that. I mean, you could probably write their Reddit script for them now and then send it to them in an email and they'll be ready to type up their reply of manufactured outrage. But I mean, I, I, I don't think they're going to leave that lane of it's just like wave based killing ads. Mini bosses, bosses get some loot like that's a pretty basic tried and true format go into a story mission, go into an adventure, go into a strike, go into a nightfall, go into the forges, go into the blind well, and that's what you do. You kill trash ads, kill some majors and some and some shield shielded enemies, engage engage with the mechanic, some mini bosses, boss, done. Do it again. Like I just think that that's like that's like the, that's destiny. So I don't think they're going to have a really hard time uh, giving us content that fits into that lane. They've been doing it for five years. Uh, Embryon with five months, welcome back. I Bubbles says, I think the battle pass shouldn't contain weapons. It should be just materials and cosmetics. What do you think? I think you're just expressing your opinion, and I'm not answering questions like that. I think it's fine. Like. They said that the stats on the armor are going to be better from where they drop in the world. This is just a way for you to get cool stuff. And if you want really, really good stats, you're going to have to grind for the stuff out in the world. I don't think they're going to be giving you like God roll, curated rolls, amazing rolls on armor. Even if you get a decent roll on the armor, the stats are going to be higher on armor earned in the world. So there's no reason to take issue with it. PhDJ. I like how the season pass is laid out for the most part, but I'm a little uneasy about getting an exotic quest at level one when you buy the pass. Thoughts? Yeah, I just kind of spoke to this because you know you're you're in line with kind of like Dado's Dado's recoiling from it you're kind of recoiling like ooh I don't like that we should get exotics from quests or earn them or dry, you know they drop in the world we shouldn't just be handed an exotic I agree with your sentimentality I don't agree with the standard trying to be impressed upon this because that standard doesn't exist in Destiny right now uh since exotics are on a humongous spectrum of delivery I think trying to insist on that standard right now is just kind of a waste of time because there's so many exotics we've earned up to this point and are probably going to continue to earn that do not fall into a you gotta earn it, it's a quest, it's really hard that's a, that's not something they've been doing for a long time like we had three of coins and we had all kind of stuff in D1 and you got Zer so you know I don't, I don't, I don't think it's I agree with your feeling but I don't think it's worthy of mention and worthy of like debating because that standard doesn't exist in Destiny right now if you can understand how I'm splicing that, you know? It's like, <clears throat> I agree with you. It'd be cooler if it was like that, but it isn't, you know? Cool X-Men shirt. Where do you get all this cool dress wear? This came uh, from Amazon, and a viewer, Nolan Saint, sent it to me. I haven't really added anything to the wish list, but I would always just add cool shirts because that's 
really all I, li- I like getting. I don't like ask for buy me a diamond ring or bracelet. Uh, Ed to the word says is the hope that with all these microtransactions, the funds will support dedicated servers. Uh, dedicated servers would fix some of the issues and the content being removed. Okay, well, first and foremost, um, dedicated servers aren't even on the uh, they're not even on the on the scope of possibility. There was interviews conducted at the after the world premiere of Destiny 2, and the architecture of this engine will not uh, interact with dedicated servers. They would have to rebuild sort of the entire uh, backbone of Destiny and the Tiger engine. So that's not a possibility. Um, so that's I'm not even really going to consider that. But what I am going to consider is Luke Smith did say that there was technology that they're working on and if you guys want to see this image right here that breaks down everything you can use the season pass command in chat uh it links to a tweet give that guy a follow like and a retweet this breaks down everything that you can get to make it more clear uh whatever you're if you're spending money or not spending money um luke smith did indicate they're working on technology to make it easier to deliver stuff to us right so i don't know what that technology would look like uh, I don't know what that technology would look like, but that could be changes to the engine. Um, that c- I don't know that like that could be th- way like a new engine. I don't know that could be changes to the current engine. I'm not sure what he meant by that. No, Menagerie's not going away, Samarath. No, I was giving that as an example. The only thing going away after Season of the Undying is the activity that is being called the Vex Offensive. That's the only activity that will be put in the game and then removed. It's a seasonal activity attached to the Season of the Undying season. So, you know, this question is presuming something that can't happen, dedicated servers. Now, if they're trying to develop technology to make the, the, the Tiger engine interact with dedicated servers, that would help with these problems. You could just put everything on the dedicated servers. It, the worlds, the, the activities, the loot pools, they could all be on the dedicated servers, and then that gives you, you know, unlimited power to a certain degree. How do all these games keep adding to themselves? Well, they put a ton of stuff on the dedicated servers. The servers are holding the data, the worlds, you know, all of it. I, I'm not gonna put. I don't want to. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole very far. Um, it could be just them modifying things to the Tiger engine that gives them more flexibility and agility to add new stuff, to remove stuff, to make it really easy to have these moving parts of. Here's an activity. Take it away. Here's an activity. Take it away. Like that. I, that's the technology they could be developing. So I don't want to go further than what you know. That's pr- that's probably how it's gonna work. Studley. What are your thoughts on retiring older content like Forge's Reckoning and Menagerie? We get this question a lot. They can't do that because we didn't buy that content with that understanding. You're buying Shadowkeep with the understanding Vex Offensive is going away. You'll be buying Season of Dawn in December and the understanding will be an activity in that is only going to last three months. That is a full disclosure to the consumer. You can't start reaching in to old content that we paid for and just start yanking stuff out of it. Now, I'm sure most of the community would be okay with that, (laughs) but I happen to think the better choice would be to say in the spring, 
you know, in the spring season, we're going to take away this activity and here's a new activity. And we're also going to repurpose and dress up the blind well or the forge in Osiris or escalation protocol. I re- and, oh, you're going to monetize recycled reskin content. I mean, I guess like I bolster the season passes with adding purpose to old content. Like the people that immediately reject and stiff arm reskinning or repurposing old content. My question for you is what the frick are they supposed to do with all that stuff? Just leave it in the dustbin. Do you think that's a better treatment of destiny? Just leave Osiris's Forge, Escalation Protocol, Blind Well, The Infinite Forest. Just leave all those things in the dadgum dustbin or repurpose them and bolster the season pass so it comes with more to do in Chase because it's only $10. Like, could you really get mad if they part of the season pass in the spring came with a repurposed piece of old content? I just... That sentimentality doesn't jive with me because if I give you your way and they never do anything with old content, we're always just going to live in this little box. Once Shadow Keeps over, you're basically like, no, I just want to live in this little box. Whatever the new activity is, whatever the new loophole is, that's all that matters. Everything else just does. Look at the director, look at all those planets, all those things. They all matter. It all It's all dead and dusty, you know? I just think it's a better treatment of the game is to, 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 to repurpose the stuff instead of just leaving it there. But again, the, the, that that sentimentality, that reskin criticism, I think is, you know, and listen, this just kind of came to me. The brilliance of this setup of what they're doing, how when you buy Season of Dawn in the winter, you get this season pass battle pass thing, you get the premium track, and then there's the free track, right? What if every season that free track is tethered to an old activity that's been repurposed. So like it, you don't have to you don't have to pay to get the new escalation protocol or the new loot pool, but it's just been updated again to give the sense of like every season there's plenty to do and plenty to chase. That might be a really good way for them to do it. Now, obviously they're spending bandwidth and time on that, so you'd want to be you'd want to be winsome. Again, that's the beauty of this quote-unquote battle pass, okay? Cuz when you look at this if you're oops if you're the free player on the top you're always feeling that twinge of like for ten dollars I could get that bottom rung okay and if the top rung is free and they update escalation protocol and that's free and you're kind of doing that you're kind of in the world you're far more likely to probably throw ten dollars at Bungie get that bottom rung and be in that new season so that's why this is such a smart move for 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 Bungie so they could afford to say from an ROI perspective it's okay for us to spend bandwidth repurposing and kind of restructuring escalation protocol and giving that to people for free because that's attached to the season and the free season pass battle pass that will likely continue to be a winsome thing that kind of people just they get sick of seeing I'm at level 25 look at all the things I could have gotten right I could have gotten that if I would have spent money top row is premium false bottom row is premium what are you talking about the bottom row has more stuff on it um so I I I think this book can can really help with that. It can really, really help with the idea of like, if they do something for free, because you couldn't criticize that. You'd be like, oh, reskinned content. Yeah, it's free. They're just updating Escalation Protocol for free. And, and this keeps people in the game and keeps people interested and then justifying like spending their $10 to roll over. 
Um, the exotic is rank one on premium, 25 on free row. Homie, the top row is is the, is the free track. He, I'm fairly certain he literally says that in the thing. The top row is free. The bottom row. There's so much more stuff on the bottom row. Like, that's the premium. You've got it backwards. That's not how it works. We crafty. Do you think that Bungie will go as far in adapting the Battle Pass model to allow for a self-sufficient pay model? For example, when I play Fortnite and rank up the Battle Pass and don't spend any money, oh, don't spend any of the earned V-Bucks, I can afford the next Battle Pass without spending any extra money thoughts. No, absolutely not. They're not going to do that. Because you're basically going to make all future season passes free for all hardcore players. That would be an enormous uh, mistake. Luke said premium holders get the exotic at level 1. Homies, I'm I'm not responding to the, I'm not responding to any more of this. The bottom rung is premium. Just stop it. Go read the article. Um, so I I don't think they're going to do this because you're basically going to allow any hardcore player to get all future seasons for free. Now they are giving you currency within this within this right. They, they, they are giving you currency within this pass. You can see on the screen, 25 legendary shards, 10,000 glimmer, 100, 100 bright dust, right? You can, you can see that. So I would say that 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 would indicate to me they see internal currency as something worthy of giving to you, but not like here's silver and you can use silver to buy the next season pass that would be kind of absurd buy shadow keep for 35 dollars and then if you play a bunch then you're gonna be able to you're gonna you're gonna be able to buy the next season pass with with the earned silver there's no way they do that rusty I was initially bummed about the past because of FOMO, like Tassie talked about, but I think it creates a good distinction between casual and hardcore. Do you think Bungie is hitting a good balance between people who want to know Life Destiny and those who want to dip in and out? Yeah, I mean, I don't even think... I think this lands really well on everybody, honestly. Um, I, I really, really think this lands well on both the casual and the hardcore. I don't think this is designed just for casuals. Uh, I don't think the free track is designed for casuals. I think the free track is designed to keep you playing, and then you always feel that sense of, man, it's only 10 bucks, right? It's only 10 bucks to freaking buy the season pass. There's a new activity. There's new loot. I might as well. This is really smart. You're always keeping that in front of their face. Always. Uh, Master Noodle says with the season being on all consoles if you buy it on your home console do you think the raid will be tied to the season no raids tied to the DLC if there is any uh, DLC Shadow Keep's got a DLC Shadow Keep has a raid in it a raid is not part of the season um you know I so there's no there's they're not gonna be giving away raids for free that's just there's absolutely no way they would do that so when you buy the season on your base uh when you buy your season on your base account you can you 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 get those all of those seasons everywhere right um Season of the Undying is the raid. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I said that backwards. Hang on. Flip what I said around. I was thinking about free versus premium, and I said that wrong. 
Season of the Undying is Vex-themed, and the Vex Garden, Garden of Salvation is the raid. You are correct, okay? You just can't buy that. I guess you could buy that separate. How would they do that? That'd be so weird. Can you buy uh, Season of the Undying and not buy Shadowkeep and get the raid? That would be so weird. In any case... If they do a raid in the winter, spring, or summer seasons, you will have to buy them for the $10 to get the raid, okay? I happen to think that Garden of Salvation will be the only raid until probably the summer. I don't know. If we're getting raids to, like, a, a, um, a winter and a summer, I don't know. Maybe they have their raid teams, but they have, you know, they don't have that Activision budget. They don't have High Moon to help. They don't have Vicarious Visions to build Crown of Sorrow. I I feel like we're going to get one more raid beyond Garden of Salvation, and they'll probably drop it in summer. Um, So, um, people are saying raid is a part of the DLC. Yeah, I don't know. I agree that Garden of Salvation is definitely tied to the theme of Season of the Undying. But I don't know, like, if you just buy Season of the Undying, if you get the raid. That's a really weird way to buy it anyway. I don't know if anybody's going to be doing that. Um, so, T-Rex said there's a raid in every season. I Unless he, if he, if he has inside information and he's just sharing that freely, I that would be everywhere. Wouldn't everybody be saying that? Wouldn't Anon the Nine be saying that? Wouldn't Bungie be saying that? I don't know. If he has inside information, I guess good for Sam. But I don't know if they if they would have if they would have told anybody that. Yeah, we're gonna do a raid every season. I don't know. Um, the season begins when the raid is beaten. I will be very surprised, pleasantly surprised, if there's a raid every season. That's kind of crazy. That's four raids in a year. That's more than we've ever gotten before. We've always gotten one big one and two small ones. Not. I guess it'd be one big and three small. It'd be one more than we've gotten in the past. I don't know. That's a lot of raids. I I have serious doubts that that's true. If that's true, they're going to be really small. Or maybe they go back and repurpose layers or something. That seems that seems unlikely. We'll have to wait and see. I don't know. Because High Moon, High Moon Studios help with Scourge. Okay. High Moon, High Moon help with Scourge. And then... Uh, Vicarious Visions built Crown of Sorrow. They don't have those people anymore. They don't have those teams. Um, so, I don't know. Soul Snatcher says, Bungie.net slash Shadowkeep is written in a way it looks like Garden of Salvation is part of the DLC. That's what I thought. I, it, it's in line with Season of the Undying, but I was like, it's part of Shadowkeep. But then obviously beyond that, if there's a raid in the summer, it's part of the season because there is no DLC. You just buy the season for $10. Um... So, yeah, I'm I'm gonna give a big I doubt it to the we're getting a raid every season, and you might have misheard Sam. He might not have said it exactly that way. Um, a ant says, my concern is less about when paying versus non-paying get it, and more about how a potential best exotic could be obtained without any actual grind or effort put in, even if it's fairly easy to get quests like the truth or the new bow or the new hand cannon. What do you think of this? We've already dealt with this, so I'm not going to retread this. Uh, I don't anticipate this this hand cannon being um, that crazy. If it's the one that we think it is, it's it's like a sniper and it uses energy ammo. It, having a primary suddenly using energy ammo is probably going to be a natural pain point that's going to drive people away from using it in PvP. We'll have to wait and see. I don't know. You're basically taking your primary means of engagement 
and well not your primary means of engagement it would basically be like a sniper i don't i don't know if that's indeed the one that it is if ariana's vow if that's if that's the gun if that's the hand cannon that is angry roommate what do you think is a worthy tier 100 reward for both the free track and the paid track I don't really have a comment here. I, I don't know. I mean, for the paid track, I would think a bunch of exotic stuff, like an exotic sparrow ship uh, shader and ghost that's in line with Season of the Undying, a bunch of cool-looking, like, Vex stuff. Um, I don't, you know, and then for the free track, yeah, maybe one of them, you know, here's the ghost or something. Not uh, my name. Don't you think the exotic and, and weapons in the battle pass could be better served in actual activities or quests rather than just gaining XP? They will be in actual activities because uh, Luke Smith indicated the armor earned from the battle pass is just to give you a taste, and if it's earned out in the wild, it'll have better stats. Guitar Man Dave. The artifact and the battle pass rank up based on XP. Do you think they will be on the same schedule? That is, what, that is are we expecting to add 100 levels of power to the artifact? Oh, 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 do you think they're on the same schedule? No, 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 they're not, because the artifact slows down. The artifact slows down, so the it also levels up infinitely. Um, I think the artifact's going to get really, really slow between the 40s, around 40. If you're going to go beyond 40 or 50, it's going to be... I, I don't know, people are like, I can't wait to see what you know the guys in Redeem do, or what Giggs does. I mean, there's only so much you can do... Uh, there's only so much you can do, um, with, within like a given, a given week and time. Cause the one guy said on the couch, he was like, you only have so many hours in a day, <laughs> you know, and it's going to slow down. There's only so many activities. There's only so many bounties you can turn in to get XP. Eventually it's just going to slow down. Even for people that want to go crazy and no life it and try and get that, that, that artifact up to like level 100 or whatever. I, I just think it's going to be unlikely because I think what's going to naturally happen as the season progresses, you're going to be trying to get a god roll somewhere or a good stat roll on your armor or whatever, you know, whatever it is you're chasing. And that's just going to naturally slow down your XP turnover. You're not going to be stacking bounties and grinding the fastest strike possible. Like, okay, so the maximum per hour XP payout is this strike with this and duh, duh, duh. Like, I I don't know. You're going to run out of stuff to do. You're even going to run out of bounties. So eventually your XP efficiency is going to go down. Bard of Snow, do you think most people are associating the new battle pass with traditional battle passes that only contain cosmetics? I think there is a cognitive dissonance occurring. Well, I mean, it's really hard because if you, that's why I don't know what to call this because it says season pass active, check mark, okay? Other companies and other games and even gaming journalists and, and gaming culture at large says season pass in a way that doesn't refer to anything like this. I even looked up the Warmind and Osiris expansion pass because I thought I thought Bungie said season pass. They didn't. They referred to the, the 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 expansion pass that way. It was you can get Osiris and Warmind bundled. It's the expansion pass. And every article I found, everything that referenced to it, the headline was season pass. So even using the term season pass, I think is a little confusing because it's like well. It's not exactly like a traditional season pass. It's literally you're buying the season and it comes with a a pass, you know, a, a, a premium track in this book. 
this 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 book this pass is available to everybody and when the season pass is active you get the bottom rung it's just confusing as heck like to me it's a battle pass that just gets thrown in with your season with your season purchase you buy winter you buy the winter season you buy season of dawn you have purchased that season it comes with a battle pass that 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 premium rung on the on the on the on the pass that's what gets confusing right it's a season pass there's a free track on the season pass but wait if i buy if i buy season of dawn isn't that a season pass that i'm buying yes you're buying a season pass and that unlocks the season passes premium rung like it just gets the terminology just starts to get confusing uh to one franks to thank you for 16 months so you know to me it's like yeah every season has a battle pass and when you buy the season you get the bottom you get the premium rung of that battle pass thrown in at no, they, no extra charge you just get it season pass book uh, yeah you call it a season pass book and the season pass book has a premium track and you get the premium track in the season pass book when you buy the season um so yeah or you could do what's in chat right now you can buy the deluxe edition of shadow keep and it just comes with literally everything that's contained the next year it's got shadow keep season of the undying season of dawn and then the spring and then the summer seasons as well so it's basically four deliverables shadow keep with with undying is as a part of it and then season of dawn and then spring and summer seasons like you're getting four four deliveries for the 60 i just i would just buy the deluxe edition and call it a freaking day uh, flowing T-Man. I watched Dado's thoughts on the season pass battle pass, and he feels that the battle pass can only get worse from here. What do you think Bungie will do if the pass is well received? Um, I've not watched Dado's video, so I don't want to engage with the paraphrase of Dado's video. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to engage with the sentimentality in this question that things are going to get worse. Or they could get worse. I'm going to engage with that. I, I don't know what Dado said, okay? So I'm not going to engage with a paraphrase of Dado's video. People have been saying that the Eververse is a slippery slope and it's going to get worse and they're going to sell power. They've been saying that since D1. And it never freaking happened. It didn't even happen under the under the the relationship and, and the direction of Activision, okay? It didn't happen under Activision. And now... When we look at Eververse and even Luke Smith's commentary on Eververse, I'm not concerned at all about Eververse. Given that reality, when I look at this, when I look at the battle pass, I look at the season pass getting thrown in as an extra value and track for a season of content that costs $10, I don't think it's going to get worse. I just don't. I, I just, it's to me. We've been saying that for a long time, like, oh, the Eververse is going to get worse, oh, they're going to sell power, they're going to get scummy, this and that, blah, blah, blah. P- look at what people said. Okay, here's my pushback, and this, and this again, is going to be a pretty solid point, I think. It just came to me. Do you remember when the annual pass was announced? Do you remember that? Do you remember all the smarmy, nasty comments people made about money-hungry this, and Bungie's just being scummy? And do you remember people that looked at Division... Do you guys remember this? Division 2 gets up at E3 and they outline how here's the stuff you're going to be getting for free throughout the year. And everyone's like, oh, see Bungie? This is how you treat your player base. Let me ask you something. How healthy is Destiny? Is Division 2's free content right now? How good are you feeling if you're only engaging with the free stuff? Right? How, how, how solid is that going for you? Is my question to those people that got all nasty about it. And, and... 
annual pass last year to this year is significantly better. There, it's a la carte. They're adding seemingly. It looks like they're to me. They're adding more to it. So it's like they made you commit. They made you buy the annual pass in full dollars. Like the criticisms that people made about the annual pass in its first iteration were taken into consideration and added to the new pa- the new structure of the season passes. So there's tangible proof that it's not going to get worse because it hasn't. It's gotten, in many respects, it's gotten better than the way the annual pass was. So, to read Luke Smith's three director's cuts, where he talks about what they learned and why things didn't go the way they did during the annual pass, and like, and and why they're going this route, and how it's a la carte now, and how this is going to be a way for people to get something, no matter what, when they're playing. Like, all that feedback that we provided during that annual pass, as far as I can see, is being applied both in Luke Smith's conversation with the community in his director's cut and it's being applied in the new delivery of the seasons so it just seems a little silly to me or almost forced to be like oh it's probably going to get worse why? Where, where are you drawing that conclusion from? they've done nothing but give us confidence that it's going to get better than what it did last year like I, again I I don't know. I just, from D2 Vanilla to Forsaken, from last year's annual pass to this, it's clearly getting better and they're making things better for the community. So where are you drawing from to be like, yeah, dude, it's probably going to get worse. I know, it's just going to be, it's just going to be bad. Like, what? what? And again, I'm not even interacting with Datto. As I said on the outside of this, if you're going to paraphrase this video, I don't want to interact with your paraphrase, but that sentimentality about things getting worse has been around since the Eververse got introduced in D1. And I just, I did the, the slippery slope argument or it's going to get worse argument. I don't even care. I, I just don't care to engage with that. We have plenty of reason to have more confidence in it getting better than the, than the opposite. Raid 120. Do you have to buy the battle pass if you already have the season pass? This, this thing on my screen right here, you can't buy any of this separate. It's not possible. It is not possible. This is not a microtransaction. If you buy Shadowkeep, you get this. If you buy the $10 season in in the winter season of Dawn, you get this. If you spend $0, you get the top portion for free. You get the top portion for free. There is literally no way for you to do a microtransaction to get anything on this screen. It's included in Shadowkeep. It's included in Season of the Dawn. Like, Season of Dawn. It's it's not a microtransaction. There is no upgrade your battle pass for X amount of dollars. Now, Luke Smith did say when you get to the end of the season, if you're not going to be able to complete the book, they're going to offer a way for you to spend money to complete the book, but they're not giving you that option, you know, out of the jump because they don't want Johnny Credit Card to just swipe it and then he gets his whole book done in a day if I buy Shadowkeep I get the bottom row as well precisely this is included in Shadowkeep I said that a couple of times just now Maybe I don't know you must not have heard me or there's stream delay this is included in Shadowkeep this is no, you can't do any there is no way to come to this screen and do a microtransaction until the end of the season if you want to finish the book because you ran out of time or whatever and Luke Smith made it very clear, progressing through this book will be very, very casual. Uh, NUFC Shadow. What are your thoughts on instead of a battle pass, maybe go down the monthly subscription route? The reason that they can't do a monthly subscription route is I talked about this. that It wouldn't work nearly as efficiently as this. This allows you to always play 
for free you're always tethered to the world in some way you're you're leveling up the the artifact every season you're leveling up your your battle pass every season for free you're always tethered to the game the other reason this works so well is every time you pull open this screen you're softly being told dude for 10 bucks you could get a ton more stuff not just stuff on this screen but a new activity and a new loot pool and new things to do with your friends like ten dollars right that's more winsome and far more likely to drive money to Bungie from the community than to say, if you want to play, you got to pay five bucks a month. There's a difference between saying, here's, here's content that costs money. That's a transaction. That's not the same as saying, here's our game. If you don't pay, you can no longer play the game. Get the frick out. Like, that doesn't work. Subscription is paying for access into the game. This is paying for content, which jives better with a console player, jives better probably with a Destiny player, and again, this setup is far more winsome and likely to motivate purchase. Remember back when I said, thank you for two months gaming author, remember back when I said um, that the uh, the Eververse was confusing and you couldn't, it was it didn't motivate purchase? Do you remember when I said that? This is exactly what motivates purchase. Like, this is a far better way for people to be like, you know what, I think I'm going to buy. Look at all I get for 10 bucks. You know, $10 a season, $3 a month. You know, $60 for 10 months, right? It's basically 10 months of content for 60 bucks if you buy it bundled, right? If you buy it bundled, you get, you get 10 months. No, is it 10 months or 11 months? I was trying to pull up my calendar, but I'm not going to. Let's just say 10 months, six bucks a month. Because basically, everything starts in October, and it basically gets you to, like, August of next year, okay? That's basically 10 months of content, and so $6 a month is how it shakes out. If you consider that a subscription fee, I, you know, okay, but the reason this works better is if you don't have the money one month or you can't buy it right away, you're fine. Like, you can keep playing Destiny. Uh, Evil the Waffler. Forgive me, I missed part of the talk the other day. Uh, are these changes coming to Infusion and Shadowkeep? We have no idea if there's any changes to Shadowkeep. The only thing we know about this is that there's in, there's Infusion, there's things called Upgrade Modules that are two, I think it's the, the cubes on the screen right now, two free Infusions. Those are not the Enhancement Prisms. We watched the video from Bungie. Enhancement Prisms are the yellow crystals. Those boxes are for sale in the Gunsmith for Material Exchange, and you're also getting them out of this battle pass and Luke Smith said that they are free infusions that's what I think those those gold those orange cubes are um, so I think that they anticipated the pain of infusion the cost and the frustration and they're they're doing what they can to help with that because if every if you know every if, if I'm right and that's what those little cubes are you're getting two free infusions every five levels that's roughly every four to five hours you get you can infuse two things for free that ain't bad. You can also potentially buy them from the gunsmith. Um, so. I am Skolas. Thank you for your thoughts. With Luke Smith uh, hinting at wanting to continue evolving the world in uniquely Destiny ways and the building of technology is possible, they are working on a new... Oh, is it possible they're working on a new engine? And when they're done, do we get D3? P.S. If I hear another person say pay to win, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> um... It could be. It could be a new engine. Because here's the thing. 
I've been kind of putting this forth as my theory for a while that what they're doing right now is they are building the building blocks and the scaffolding for the next game and there's two things they have to figure out number one can they create investment paths that people want to engage with that people want to play long term number two are those systems scalable does it have elasticity if i'm going to do all this stuff in shadow keep how are you going to scale that and have elasticity the next the next season right the ne- the season after that how are you going to drive that incentive how are you going to drive that loot and that content is it scalable now if they can figure that out and as luke smith said if they can develop technology that enables them to to deliver the content in a better way that's another piece of the puzzle that could lead to Destiny 3 and I don't know if that's a new engine or not we've consistently said that a new engine is a requirement not as like some sort of like entitlement sort of well, I'm going to pound my fists on the table we've continued to say that like a new engine is required because with the new landscape the new consoles new player expectations uh, you know it, it, with with where things are going, you're going to want to have dedicated servers. You're going to want to have a significantly, you know, better, uh, better system built, and that's what that's what a new engine would give you. So I'm not trying to give like an ultimatum, like they simply must, because a lot of people did that with Destiny 2. Everyone was like, Destiny 2 better have dedicated servers, 60 FPS, and it didn't. And I think that set up a lot of people for you know immediate frustration. All wheezy. Bungie has not perfected leveling yet, and I feel they will eventually. Myself and most of my clanmates are ecstatic about both the battle pass and the seasonal artifact as they allow us to primarily play PvP and level up while getting rewards for playing what we love. Not to mention Iron Banner is a pinnacle event. Do you think the future is more of this Bungie allowing players to maximize their beloved modes? Um, yeah, the... Uh, here's, the here's the only thing I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say to you is... I don't know if Bungie's going to completely jettison the idea that you should be going into multiple pieces of the game. I don't know if they're going to jettison that idea. I would love it if they would. I'm okay with them saying there's a really dope gun in Crucible. If you want to get it, go play Crucible. There's a really dope gun in the Menagerie or in Gambit. you got to go run those activities. I'm okay with that. What I've never been okay with is them saying... My shorts are all bunched up. I've never been okay with them saying... If you want to level up, the most effective way to level up is to go play a bunch of content you have no interest in. That's where I drew the line. I was like, dude, if you want me to play other games and other modes, like put loot in there to drive me. Because all you end up doing is dragging my face across the sandpaper of game modes I don't want to play. Then once I'm max level, I don't freaking touch your game mode. So you just create this very soured, coerced experience with content I don't have a whole lot of interest in. So I, I I think that what you're saying I hope I hope ends up being true. I hope that you can largely level up and just kind of stay in your hemisphere of content that you enjoy. Now somebody might say, well you're probably going to be able to level up even still more efficiently by going and running other content like milestones and gambit or other pinnacle activities, and that's probably true. But if they do that and add intentionality to it, I'll be okay with that. I'll be okay with that. It needs to be coupled with intentionality. If I'm going to go into the Crucible and I'm going to grind for a powerful drop, I need to be able to basically dictate what I'm going to get. I need boots right now. And if I'm going to go play five freaking games of Crucible, you better give me boots or I'm going to be ticked. 
because I don't want to play Crucible. But if you're going to make me use up my valuable time, I can't play nonstop every day, every week, right? Now, I can, but, you know, Charlie gets home on a Friday night. He's got two hours to play. Five Crucible games is going to eat up a lot of that two hours. And if he's going to commit that time, you better freaking give him boots. If you're going to make me level up and go into other pieces of content that I have less interest in, it needs to be intentional and purposeful. Mega Bob. I saw a YouTube comment that said a good alternative to making the Battle Pass stuff purchasable at the end of the season would be to just have triple XP week or something to that effect. Do you think that would be a good idea? I still think you want to have some sort of an emergency ripcord. You got to have some sort of an emergency ripcord. Okay, let's just imagine. This solution sounds good. I'm not saying it's not a good solution. You could do this. You could do a both and. Okay? You could do what you're saying, but you could also do the, the, the pay to finish it, and here's why. I want you to imagine that you had surgery, and you couldn't play for a couple of weeks or a month, and you fall really behind in Destiny. Okay? And now there's three weeks left. And they're like, oh, don't worry. You only made it to level 25 in the past, right? You only made it to like here, right here, level 25. Don't worry. Don't worry. We got double and triple XP coming up. And your comeback might be, that's all well and good, but I'm playing catch up at work and I'm trying to help my wife and I got this going on and I got this thing with another thing and a project over here. I can't play. I can't suddenly play a bunch of Destiny just because you added double and triple XP. That doesn't help me. So... It'd be nice to have that as a backstop, wouldn't it? Like one week left. You're like, I did the best I could, man. There's three days left. I did the best I could. I got to like level 77. No worries. Five bucks and we'll complete the book for you. You know? Because if... Here's the thing. If you just auto-complete people's books or you make the XP payout so absurd at the end of the season, you're, you know, you're, you're really motivating. You're, you're working against the whole purpose of the item. The purpose of this item is to keep people playing throughout the entire season. And this would create that attitude of like, eh, it's kind of slowing down. There's not a lot to go to do in Destiny right now. I'm not going to log in. They're going to do double, triple, and quadruple and insane. And, you know, they're going to do insane XP week. I'll just play then. Um, I don't dislike your suggestion. You just got to be really careful with that. That happened in Iron Banner. Nobody would play Iron Banner because you got way more XP later in the week. And it was like they finally had to get rid of that. Fat Adam, could the season pass or battle pass be replacement of the current character XP leveling? Uh, oh, like we don't level our character? Yeah, maybe. Owner of Dragons, say I'm on Xbox with all the content. I use cross-save just to play from New Light on PC just to play with friends. Would the experience I earned on PC unlock the premium levels on Xbox I could not get while on PC since I don't have Season Pass on PC? Okay, this is this is a misunderstanding of how the Season Pass works, and that's not your fault. They've not been clear on this. Paul Tassi got triple confirmation on this, okay? All season pass content goes with you everywhere if it is purchased on your main account. So if your main account is um, Xbox and you buy Shadowkeep, this thing here and the artifact, the battle pass and the artifact go with you everywhere. You get access to it everywhere. Shadowkeep does not because Shadowkeep is DLC. Okay? Shadowkeep's DLC. So 
if the winter rolls around and you buy the season of dawn on your xbox that's your main account that new content that new activity the new artifact the new season pass battle pass that goes with you everywhere the only thing out of this entire discussion that does not go with you everywhere is shadow keep because that's dlc and it needs to be purchased multiple times they're viewing you know the season pass and the and the dlc separately so we could try to find Zer while i'm doing q a does anybody know where he is i can i can boot up destiny here and we can try and find Zer so i can at least have it on the screen while we're talking about this Username Geek says the only thing that muddies the water is that Shadowkeep includes the season. So really you're paying for it everywhere if you want to play Shadowkeep everywhere. Right. This season makes it a little less clear. That is true. It's a little less clear because you could you it's a lot more clear when you look at like the winter season. You buy the winter season for $10 and you get you get that everywhere as long as you buy it on your main account. Uh, Jay, uh, Jamanister says the black boxes have symbols similar to the character level boost and the middle one and the level up symbol possibly boost to character pass like other passes. Certain have given increased ranks and battle pass XP gains thoughts. I, I've, I'm not even going to entertain this. I don't, I don't even have a clue what you're talking about. I mean, I know you're talking about the symbols on the thing, but like, I don't, I'm not going to do the, here's my idea thoughts thing. Uh, toasty notes. Do you think they are doing away with the 1 to 50 leveling system and not using your light uh, power level, being as how everything is measured by? Well, no. I mean, you're still going to have power level. You're still going to have power level. That's not, that's not going away. Now, the leveling 1 to 50 is going away because anybody, everybody, um, every single person is 750 once Shadow Keep lands. So there is no there there is no sort of like oh I got to level 1 to 50 first. Uh he's got Ophidius Faith and Chromatic Fire. I love Ophidius Faith. Um but it's got he, the roll on it sucks this week. Auto rifle reserves and primary ammo finder. Uh Chromatic Fire is really really fun with Ace of Spades. So it's got special and the hand cannon unflinching. So I think that's a good buy for warlocks especially if you like Ace of Spades. Chromatic Fire with Ace is a freaking blast. So, I'll leave Zer up for probably the next 30 minutes. We'll go back to the screen of the battle pass. Um, so, yeah, there's no more leveling 1 to 50. Everybody's 750 and you just jump into the content. Vlef, do you think Bungie would end up adding things like the emotes or shaders to the Eververse store? Considering their philosophy that you had to be there in terms of the individual events, would it also apply to the content within the battle pass? No, because I mean, now maybe with emotes and stuff, I don't know how they're going to handle that, right? I I don't know how they're going to handle that with the emotes and stuff. But they said the loot, uh, the loot said that like you're going to, it's going to be coming back in other places. Um, so I think the, the, the loot will come back other places and not be gone. There'll be a, you had to be there for like the event and the content, but as far as them saying, oh, here's an emote from, you know, we get into the summer of next year and all of a sudden season of the undying has like emotes and stuff that come out and they're selling them in the Eververse. <clears throat> I don't know if that would bother me that much. I mean, are you, if you're going to get bent out of shape about an emote that you got that for free 
inside the battle pass and then they start selling it in the eververse for people that maybe missed out if that upsets you i just i i don't i don't that doesn't i i just don't get upset about something like this. i don't think stuff like that matters that much they're just vanity items uh michael dongan or mickel dongan says what do you think about the not play flow disrupting artifact in battle pass leveling i like it i think it's great you just play what you want and the, these things level up uh, the fuzz. Does the player already have three items with the question mark, or is Bungie trying to hide items uh, they've not talked about yet? Does the player have three items with the question mark? I think you mean the check mark. I don't know what those items are. I don't know what they are. I, I don't know why they have check marks and the other items don't. I have no clue what they are. Loco 87 should rumble be classified as competitive I don't care uh, harsh eclipse has there been any news about pricing for older annual pass with each season being a la carte forward oh there's a way to pick up the year two annual pass for $15 or something like right now you can get forsaken bundled with everything for what is it like $30 or something does he have the pricing on that on the, on his um, on his little picture the Forsaken in the Annual Pass presently is $40. So if you buy Forsaken and the Year 2 Annual Pass, it's $40. Um, I would say it's probably going to be lower than that come October. I would I would hold off on buying Forsaken in the Annual Pass right now. It's probably going to be cheaper. JD Gamer, what are your thoughts on Bungie putting an exotic Ingram inside the Battle Pass? Does this make it unfair to people who don't buy the pass? Um, or the season uh, nope nothing's unfair if you don't buy the content you don't get the loot if, if you're gonna get mad about me getting stuff because I spent money then you're playing the wrong freaking game because it's been like this since Dark Below came out I spend money I get new stuff you don't it's just the way that it works Astonio do we know what the three ticket items are 22, 26, and 28 yep no somebody just asked about that we have no idea what those are A Ant do you think a better term for this would be record books like D1 uh, like Rise of Iron, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the problem with calling it a record book, though. You're not, you're not getting, you're not doing anything like in a record book. You're not doing a record. You're not winning a record. You're not, um, you're not killing a thousand bosses or something. You're just playing the game. Um, so instead of calling it a record book, they could call it like a season, a season XP book or something, um, a season level book. A seasonal, a seasonal level book or seasonal leveling book or something. I don't know. Battle Pass is just so easy. You say Battle Pass, people are like, oh yeah, Battle Pass. You level it up and you get loot, right? Yes. Do I have to pay anything extra? No, it's just included. Battle Pass is just included with every season purchase. If you buy Forsake, if you buy Shadowkeep, or you buy any of the seasons after now, that season's Battle Pass is thrown in. It's just a part of it. Uh, this guy's name is Poopy. Uh, while I mostly think this battle pass idea is good, I hope that there are exotics that I actually have to hunt for in some RNG. Do you think that some of these rewards will replace exotic quests? No, Luke Smith gave us assurances that this is not replacing or supplanting any content, like hidden quests, mystery quests, outbreak quests, stuff like that. It's not supplanting anything. That's what he said in the update. Rip. If I buy the digital deluxe pass on my main account, will it be available for free on my Steam account? If you buy the Digital Deluxe on your PS4, that's your main account, all content everywhere for the next 10 months is available to you except for Shadowkeep. Every season, every battle pass, all of it, no matter where you go, PS4, Steam, or Xbox, it's all available to you. 
So all four seasons are available to you. Shadow Keep is not available to you. You got to buy that in at each location you want to play. Eknor, do you think this will help increase the revenue from Eververse to support the game? Because the hardcore players are not spending much money in Eververse, I believe. I mean, I don't know if it's going to drive people to the Eververse. I think more than likely what the pass is going to do is it's going to woo people to say, well, I'm playing for free and I'm getting stuff just for playing. I might as well spend the 10 bucks and roll over into Season of Dawn, right? I might as well buy the spring season. Like, why not, right? What, what reason is there to sit on the fence? I'm getting stuff anyway. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I, you know, take the plunge for 10 whole dollars? It seems like a pretty easy... Uh, easy win and easy easy purchase to me. I don't know if it's going to drive people to the Eververse, though. If you're constantly saying, hey, you know, here's free stuff, and it keeps you sort of in the mindset of getting vanity items, it might, you know what I'm saying? But... H. Mongolite. Lona was the exotic hand cannon being used as a carrot for free players to keep playing longer. Everything's a care to keep playing longer in the battle pass, not just that one thing. Terror Clash. Do you think Bungie should add a new tier of loot? The highest tiers of exotics could be made into Odyssey weapons that require high amounts of investment and are categorized in a new loot color. I don't like this idea because I think you're basically trying to create more loot hierarchy and I think we have too much loot hierarchy as it is. Um... We have pinnacle weapons that are arguably stronger than a lot of the exotics. We have exotics that are trash. We have exotics that are amazing. Uh, We have pinnacle guns that are probably, they should be exotics, like Mountaintop and Recluse. (laughs) Um, You know, Wendigo, maybe. I just, to me, to me, I don't think we need to add another tier of, of of, of gear classification. I think that muddies an already kind of muddy, you know, hierarchy of gear. Um... The system in some in some respect is confused because of double primary. A lot of the exotics in the game were built for that world and they were quickly overshadowed by a lot of really good legendaries or just other newer exotics. So the bad juju is trash. You're crazy. Put on Phoenix Protocol on a bad juju and stand in your well of radiance, then tell me it's trash. Pack. Not sure if this has been asked, but are the season pass levels character based or account based? They're account based. They're account based. So when you get to level twenty something and you get a helmet, you get that helmet for all the all the classes. It's there's or they have them. They might have them spread out. I may be wrong on that. I might be wrong on that. There might be like Titan helmet, Hunter helmet, Warlock helmet, like super spread out. I get the feeling that when you get a helmet, you're getting three helmets, like one on each character. You just have to. I, I would think you'd have to boot up that character, go to the season pass, and claim the reward on each character. That would be my theory on how they would do it. Like you see. Because if you look at the way they have it set up in the picture, they're showing you clearly it's 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 a hunter helmet, it's a hunter cloak, and that's I mean I think we can assume that's a that's a hunter chest piece. So to me, it seems unlikely that we just got really lucky in this snapshot and it's all hunter stuff at level 24, 25, and 26. More than likely, you'll see levels 24, 25, and 26 on a warlock and you'll see warlock items there and you'll claim those It's because it's, it's account wide. The roll on Ophidia is not worth it. Sorry. It just, it, 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 it unfortunately isn't. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I don't use mouse. Uh, rip those legendary shards. Um, it's primary ammo finder, auto rifle reserves, and nothing really fantastic on here. I mean, you got unflinching light arms, which is p- 
probably decent unflinching power aim. Um, so it's not a big deal. We got we have three thousand one hundred and three legendary shards. I think we'll be okay, guys. We did we did just waste some. <laughs> I didn't want that. I thought I was clicking on it to look at it. <laughs> I don't use mouse and keyboard in Destiny, so F's in the chat for those twenty three shards. Um, uh, da, 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 da. my cantrum so are the season pass and battle pass two separate paid items nope 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 you buy season of dawn in December you're going to get that season and you're going to get everything in the pass you buy shadow keep you get everything in the pass it is not a separate purchase Not anybody who's saying that is being intentionally misleading because people are trying to make this look like it's some cash grab microtransaction pay to win thing and it is not if you buy shadow keep it's just an extra thing they threw in anytime you buy season you know season of dawn yeah I didn't really want to pick apart season of dawn but it is interesting that he said that they're going to put 3v3 elim into crucible labs and bring it out into a warmer home and we've theorized that that could be you know trials returning and then season of dawn is in is in you know is in the second season you know, the, the, the winter season or whatever Brock Kelly one point about this exotic fiasco that I'm not seeing discussed. The implication is on the idea of Destiny becoming a more MMOS game and a more difficulty game. Dev said they want to lean into that. Does the exotic being given away take away from that in any way? Well, no. And and, and this and see, this is why this is why when I was talking about this, I was I was saying that like it's clear there is not a there is not a very consistent standard of exotics in the game and I I, I think there could be maybe just as things are developed like they change their mind about exotics I don't think that's going to be the case and here's one of the reasons why I think this doesn't grate against RPG and MMO they want that long game MMO min maxing sort of like long investment depth thing they want that to be the primary cause of your power and your loadout, and exotics are meant to just sort of be like a fun thing on top. Now, exotic armor, maybe, because exotic armor could play maybe a bigger role in your loadout, but this this hand cannon that they're going to be giving everybody, the, the Ariana's Vow, I'm pretty sure it's a hand cannon. I, I just don't think that them doing that is an automatic negation. Sorry, my, kid, my kids must have just gotten home. They're dropping stuff on the floor. I don't think it's any sort of a negation or a, or a pushback on the RPG, the RPG move. You know, uh, mind creation crew. I like the battle pass. I don't mind the idea. Uh, but what's in columns 22, 26, 28? We have no idea what those things are. They haven't said. Lenny pops. How about a way with exotic weapons, but keep exotic armor and just make legendary weapons more interesting and make... No, I'm done. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing the... What about this thoughts? I'm so tired of questions like that. Crit, uh... Kirito... Kiritox Reborn. What if they add the Galahorn at the end of the free track on the battle pass? Make it so it unlocks and we're able to chase in the game. This would give a sense of urgency to grind the game. What do you think about this? No, I don't want the Galahorn in here. No. Uh-uh. Uh, Gummy Cat. Are you going to be battle... Are there going to be battle plus exclusive, exclusive items like uh, emotes and ships? If we don't know, do you think there could be? I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. If you're buying the season, you get it all. So, like... It, if they do battle pass exclusive I- items, well, there are yeah, there are going to be battle pass exclusive items probably because there's pieces of armor and stuff that you're you're there and there's loot that's on that bottom track. So yeah, 
uh, Harpua. More on the topic than a question, uh, more of a topic than a question, I'm slightly disappointed there's no silver as a reward for the battle pass. Even if you buy a low tier weapon or skin, do you have any thoughts on that? I just don't think you're going to see them work against their microtransaction vanity store. I don't think you're going to see them do that. Because they're giving away so much. They're giving you the full year one game for free. They're giving you a free leveling system with the artifact. They're giving you a free track on the battle pass. Like, you don't need anything else for free. Thanks, Mama. You don't need anything else for free. I just... They've given free silver in the past. Didn't they do that for, like... They gave stuff usually for... Like as a thank you or like a, I don't it just it just doesn't need it it's just not needed in my mind they don't need to do anything to grade against the vanity store, um, fearless JD uh, K thank you for the brand new prime sub uh, enjoy your dope badge and emotes your dope and deserve dope stuff enjoy ad free viewing on my channel guys if you use your prime sub here uh, I appreciate that very much and you do get an ad free viewing experience when you're here I know ads have been kind of rough lately I just don't think you know I. Th- we, we, I don't, I'm just, I'm kind of over being nitpicky. I'm just over being nitpicky. They don't need to put silver in there. It's, it's, it's literally just extra stuff in the season that they didn't have to do. Uh, flying mangoes with the removal of previous seasonal content post shadow keep. Can't they just take an activity and evolve it? Even if it's just a different location, uh, and enemies, they can add other elements to the activity, make it feel fresh and relevant to the current season. Love the content. Super excited to see how Destiny evolves. Okay, what you're saying sounds good to me, but that's because I'm not somebody who immediately runs to say, like, it's recycled content. The biggest dilemma with what you're saying is, I'm going to spend $10 for the winter season pass. And if you're basically telling me I'm going to be paying for content I kind of already own and they're just going to evolve it, I don't think that works. But I know you're thinking, well, that's better, isn't it? They're not taking the content away. They're just evolving it. Again, the idea of spending money and not getting something new, people just really, really great against that. So I don't think it would work very well. Aaron Tank. The MMMXIX title is time-limited title, uh, as there are triumphs in this that are tied to Solstice. Which, with activities coming and going, do you think other titles will be time-limited? I have no idea. Um, I, I have no idea. I would think that if, as long as there's no RNG in titles, I'm okay with it. I mean, limited time event being linked to a title is fine. I think it was the RNG that frustrated people on titles. Um, so. Please enjoy the half cup of coffee you get for the sub. Joking aside, enjoy your content very much. Oh, dude, you don't have to, every sub helps, man. It's not half a cup of coffee. It's a it's a it's a revenue stream and a support system for my stream, man. Every sub is a is a is much bigger than a half a cup of coffee. At least in my mind, it is. Morgan's baby daddy. What's the difference between an exotic quest being accessible at level one of the season, uh, something like Truth or Lumina or Outbreak or Whisper dropping when they do? The only difference I see is level one label being attached to it. If they removed the label and just dropped an exotic quest on players in season one, do you think it would matter? No, I don't think Datto would care about that. Datto seemed to be taking issue with the fact that they're just giving you a gun. Like... He wants it to be earned. He wants you to have to do something to get it, because in his mind, that's the whole purpose of the game. I agree with his sentimentality. I don't think there's an exotic standard in the game to warrant that criticism, because you have to basically change the entire game in order to lobby that lobby that criticism. So, 
vegan, uh, I'm sorry, vegan ambassador. Thank you for the prime sub. Welcome. Cruxley says, how do you think season limited time events will impact triumphs and seals? They're arguably the longest grind and they might be more difficult, uh, to achieve in a 10 week period. I just kind of had this question. As long as there's no RNG, it needs to be reasonable, but as long as there's no RNG, I don't care. The real Banshee. Sorry this isn't a battle pass question, but should the PvP community be upset because they basically debated them saying there was going to be a reveal reveal before PAX? Um, I don't think that was on purpose. Um, I think that was a mistake. I think Luke Smith maybe jumped it cut in line. I think Luke Smith cut in line. Um, and basically was like, yeah, I'm going to talk about this stuff and I'm going to include the PVP stuff. If you would have taken everything Luke Smith said about super changes, heavy changes, map changes, uh, changes to quick play, changes to competitive, throwing 3v3 elimination into the, um, into Crucible Labs, I think if you would have thrown that into a TWAB, people would have been like, that was a really good PVP reveal. I just think he kind of cut in line and they were like, oh, uh, yeah, Luke, we were going to do that in a TWAB as kind of like a reveal, uh, whoops-a-daisy, and I don't think a lot of people read that director's cut, and even if they did, it was like two paragraphs out of ten. So it didn't feel like a big PvP reveal. But again, if you slice that out and put it in its own thing, it's a lot of information. It's a pretty big PvP reveal. I just think in people's minds, because they didn't call it that, and because people thought it was still coming, I think some of their messaging got mixed. And here's why I'm going to give them a little bit of a pass on this. You got people tweeting and making comments all the way over in Germany and then traveling back and then they got packs and they're saying one thing and another thing's happening. So I'm not going to hold their feet to the fire on that. Like, you guys said there was going to be a PvP reveal. And they're like, well, yeah, I mean, we were going to do well, like a blog or something, but like Luke Smith put everything in his little post and we're like, okay, well, you know, that, that works. That's all the information about PvP. Again, I, I, there was a lot going on. Um, so... Gritter says, it looks like you have to hit rank 25 to get the exotic anyways. That's not true. Uh, You're still going to have to play a lot to hit rank 25 since we have... This is a completely pointless question, Gritter. That's an exotic engram in the picture. If it was the gun, it would show the gun. They're not going to... There's no way they're showing an engram at level 25 for that's not the gun. He literally said you get the gun at level 1. Like, that's been stated like, clearly. Uh... I'm so blazed, says, do you think any silver will be part of the premium row? No. Circuit Junkie, does it make sense for Bungie to allow you to have active emotes on the action wheel to encourage more spending? Just don't really care about this. I, you know, just there's four emotes you can have equipped at a given time. Samurath, should the older raids be dropped from the game to save storage? Nope, because that's content we already paid for. You can't just start yanking content out of the game that's been paid for. Uh, Captain SRAS, if the raid is tied to the season's event, what happens after the event ends? Didn't they say you can't do anything from these seasons after they end? They literally never said this ever anywhere at all. They never even intimated this even in the slightest bit. They said there would be an activity from the season that would resolve itself and go away. They did not say you could no longer do anything from the season at the end. That's never been stated ever anywhere at all. They said there would be an activity, and now we know what the activity is. It's the Vex Offensive that will be introduced, resolve itself, and get retired. And the raid is part of Shadowkeep, from what we saw on the website. It's clearly inspired by the the Vex, Season of the Undying, but that's not... They're not closing the raid at the end of the season. Um, 
How dare you disgrace Ketchup? Thank you, Cobra, for 28 months. Ketchup's garbage. All right, 21 nil gaming. Hello, do you think some stuff of the season pass should be unique and unobtainable after the season ends, much like other game passes? Don't really have a strong opinion on this. Rebel Killer. From what I understand in Luke Smith's post, with seasons transitioning from one to another, would this also bring changes to the raid when the season ends as well? I don't think so, no. He, he zeroed in on the Vex offensive activity. Trip Hazard. If you buy the deluxe edition of Shadowkeep, is all this included? Every single thing is included. If you buy the deluxe edition of Shadowkeep for $60, you get everything. You get, you get Shadow Keep. You get Season of the Undying because that comes with Shadow Keep. You get Season of Dawn. You get the Spring Season. You get the Summer Season, and every single thing attached to it. You will not have to spend another dime. The only reason you have to spend more money is if you want to play Shadow Keep on another platform. All the seasons come with you. Shadow Keep does not. So, that's the end of the matter. You spend sixty and you're done. You'd have to buy Shadow Keep individually on the individual platforms, but outside of that, Shadow Keep comes with you. Uh, the bomb dog. Wait, hang on. Are you guys asking the same question? Yeah, the bomb dog asked the same question. If you purchase the deluxe shadow keep, in your understanding that you receive both top and bottom, yes. Or just the bottom line. No, 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 no. The top is for everybody. The bottom is for season owners. When you buy shadow keep, you get season of undying included. It's automatically included. Uh... Eknor. Another thing that I see is year two items in Ingrams. Now, so you think next season we will get previous season items in the Eververse Ingram. That will be genius. Like, if you can wait a season or two, you'll eventually get everything for free. Don't know why people complain. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to handle that. Uh, Zmalaka says, Bungie did this with Rise of Iron. There was a book you get rewards from for completing events, but you only got it if you paid for the DLC. This Battle Pass version of this is is the same thing, but the appearance of the book is some... That's not a question. Mind of Galiuga says, What if the news about no Vanguard Pinnacle weapon? I missed it. We don't know why that's being excluded from what he talked about. Maybe the Vanguard Pinnacle is achieved somewhere else or some other way, but it is definitely absent from his announcement. He literally says a gambit and a and a crucible pinnacle is free. Uh Crow Crow uh C Rodriguez, do you think uh, but it could have weapons and curated roles within the battle pass at later levels. No, no. He indicated that if you get a piece of armor, that armor is going to drop with better stats out in the world. So no way they're going to put a curated role uh, inside it. So Tazzy tweeted earlier that if you purchase Shadowkeep on your main platform, it will carry cross-platform. Incorrect. He said if you buy Shadowkeep, the season goes with you. Unless he has made a new tweet. His tweet indicated seasons go with you to all platforms if purchased on your main account shadow keep does not unless he has indicated something different very recently that's not what he originally stated uh kakaida and the reason i'm super hardcore on that is i don't want to spread false information uh kakaida shingeyuki says will advancement on the battle pass be account wide yes yajidi jamidi with the raid kicking off the season do you think the raid will be retired absolutely not why are you guys even asking that question g mini christmas they're not going to retire a raid uh warlock would you see exotic armor quests implemented into the game like to see what more i don't maybe oh there's no exotic armor quest oh i get what you're saying now nah, the problem with that is exotic armor is class-based so it works for guns because it doesn't matter who you own 
uh, or who you've created. So, I'm Red Baron. Do you think the complete battle pass will be purchasable from the start? Like, nope. He specifically says you cannot do that. You cannot buy the entire pass from Jump Street. They will offer that at the end of the season as sort of a backstop in case you took a month off or traveled the world or had a stomach ache for six months and you couldn't play or something like they're gonna let you buy the whole thing at the end of the season if for whatever reason you just couldn't get the thing maxed out he does not envision it being very difficult to do even for a casual player Raijin has anyone said that whether the exotic engram and the random pass exotic is something new we don't know nobody said lucky j 86 since certain activities will be going away do you think they could recycle and evolve those activities already talked about recycling old activities the difficulty there would be you don't want to charge money for it because people will criticize that I think since now they have this in place where you've got this battle pass every season where you're getting free stuff and and paid for stuff there if they repurpose escalation protocol it could be free and so if you're doing the free track you got something new and free but if you want to do the new activity and you want to get all the dope stuff on this battle pass, you got to spend the $10. Uh, D Degraded Nut. Knowing we have season pass battle pass, do you think this will be the best monetization strategy plus a la carte for Destiny's further purchasing in D3 will be base free and then strategy because it'll be hard to go from free to play to another price 60? No. No. They're not going to give you Destiny 3 for free because they did this. Shadow Keep costs money. What are you talking about? New Light is free because the New Light entry point's three years old at this point. Well, no, two years old at this point. They're giving you two-year-old content for free. That's not justification for them to make D3 free at launch. Jaminy Christmas. No. No. They're, they're, you, if you buy Shadowkeep with the deluxe edition for $60, that's everything. They're still charging a significant amount of money for you to play for like a year. It's a very, very good value, but there's no way they make D3 free and then and then, and then have $10 little incremental things. Absolutely not. If they do a D3 launch, it'll cost money. Parasito. Slightly off topic. Thoughts on 150 gig download size, at least on PC, and new people being hesitant to play because of it, or even old players leaving because of load times, non-enthusiast, and on non-enthusiast PCs? I, this question, no. People don't look at file size. Oh, I'm not playing a game, it's going to take too long. No. Um, random Nade, no Battle Pass, rela- not Battle Pass related, will we have to download the whole game again in the move to Steam? We're not sure. Uh, a lot of people have thought you'll just be able to, like, verify the installation if it's already installed on your system uh, a lot of people said no you have to be installed fresh um, I'm a, I'm leaning towards a new install uh, I don't know if Steam's going to be like where's it installed and you're like here's the folder I just I, I don't think that that's how it works I mean if you buy a game on Epic's launcher and install it and or Blizzard's launcher and then install it and then you go to Steam and you buy the game. You can't be like, don't install it. I've already got it installed. Here, let me point you at the game. I don't think you can do that. Um, I think you're going to have to reinstall it. More than likely. More than likely. So, if you're here live right now and you enjoyed this segment, I'm going to keep on streaming. We're going to keep on discussing. You guys have questions about this. I'm here to answer those questions, but I'm going to conclude Q&A because we're out of questions. That's perfect. It's been a long time. Thank you for all the great questions. If you're here right now and enjoying yourself, be sure to click follow. Uh, it's like an interactive podcast. If you're listening or watching in all the other locations, please like, share, and subscribe.